And now it's time for the ridiculous. <laughs> what kinds of things make people pissed? And how many suitors exactly has she dismissed? Siri, what are some locations for a lover's tryst? Uh, oh, darling, surely there must be a list. A list? A list? A list? A list? You're telling me it's all here on this bleeding it's list. This preposterous and ludicrous. Well, actually, it's all quite ridiculous. Ridiculous, Welcome to The Ridiculous. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill, and we're back with more fun lists for you this week. We're back, um, baby! Yeah. we. Um, so last week we had Dustin Harder on as a guest, and we got some great feedback, yeah. mostly that they wish he was on the show all the time. Um, was Every this feedback day? from Dustin? No, it actually wasn't. No, I had a couple people were like, oh my God, he was such a great addition. And I'm like, could we convince Dustin Harder to quit all of his jobs? Right. His very successful jobs and businesses to Uh do this podcast. I mean, listen. With us. I would love it. <laughs> it was fun. Mostly because um, my friend Kristen said she loved it because Dustin hates everything. And that's a great um, energy to have on a mystical podcast. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, we found a use for it. Yeah. I do think mm-hmm. that's that is my problem. I like too many things. Yeah. We need a little we need you have we have you liking everything, him hating everything, and I'm somewhere right in the middle. So I yeah, think that's right a good middle. combo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it was lovely well, to have him on. I loved yeah. it. Um, so this uh, then when this comes out, it'll be the day before Thanksgiving. So we've decided to make this a little bit of a Thanksgiving episode. I don't think we've ever done a Thanksgiving episode before on Dumb Love or anything. Did I we? don't think so. I know we I, talked about last week the broification and the snobification of um, food. Yeah. But um, I feel like I need to touch on um, the – horrification of holidays. (laughs) Have you seen previews for the new Thanksgiving movie? I was like, oh, look, a Thanksgiving movie. And then it's like everybody's throats just get slashed. And it's like, it's a a horror movie. I thought you said. Like the horror, like whoring, like people being (laughs) whoring. And the I was whoring like, out are Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was like, are there wh- some super slutty Thanksgiving <laughs> movies? All right, I'm in. <laughs> that I would accept. I would totally accept a slutty Thanksgiving movie. But what I don't like and what I don't need is a um, a horror movie about Thanksgiving. Like, it's, Right? It's like, stay right, in your lane. Yeah, that's for October. Horror I know. is for October. And now we're in good vibes only. We're in happy endings. We are in lots of food. We're filling our bellies. We're doing good yeah. deeds. We do not need throat slashes. Just be slutty and not scary. <laughs> I, I we we are for the horrification, <laughs> not the horrorification. Horror. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, oh, hey, man. I say let's get to our list. Let's do it. <laughs> Um, so I think I am first this week. You are. You are. I am. Okay. So mine okay. actually, I was, 
I didn't go with a Thanksgiving theme. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, My so bad. like we like we agreed upon and discussed. I'm kidding. We didn't agree upon anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is something Jen came I up did, with. I in decided her head. this was the Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess maybe okay. this is kind of like ties in with, you know how like you're towards, towards, oh my God. Do you know like towards the end of the year, you start thinking about like, like what is, you know, what, what do I want to do next year? Who do I want to be? What are my big goals? Um, well, I have a list that is like the exact opposite of that. So my list is from our friends at Board Panda. Um, and it is 29 people who are sharing their anti-bucket list of things okay. that they will never, ever do no matter what. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and so what I want to okay. do is kind of see, like, are these things that you also would do? I mean, some of these are things that we are we are doing Right, you know, like we're actively doing, like we definitely public have speaking, done. or I'm sure that's on there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah, things like this. So, this is like, um, this was like a Reddit user, of course, asked, and then Board Panda did a um, did a poll, and this was these are the most popular answers. So awesome. Um, I'm gonna start at the bottom. Number twenty nine is the person is coffee. And they say I hate bitter things, and I know by the smell I won't like it. Uh, I mean, I can't. I'm definitely doing coffee. Yeah, I can't. I, you know, I have, I don't, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with not like being like, hey, I just don't think I, that's the thing I would like. But I do find coffee to be one of life's like, like little pleasures, like in a big pleasure, actually, like every day. Like my dad always says, he's like, you know what? He's like, I know I'm doing well because like, Every night I look forward to going to bed and I every morning I look forward to getting up and having my first cup of coffee. He's like, so when I stop like looking forward to those things, I know that things will be not going well. But like if I that first sip of coffee, there's something like magical about it. Uh, so I feel bad yeah. for people who don't drink coffee. But, you know, a lot of people don't. And yeah, it's probably better for you. So whatever. Yeah. Um, so number 28 is work on stage like an actor, singer, comedian. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, most people won't do that, and that's good for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like for um, uh, I, I'm sh- I think he'd be cool with me talking about this, but um, for um Christmas, no, no, I'm sorry, for his birthday, I bought Jim um, uh, classes to uh, improv classes because yeah, he had, he had once told me that it's something that he always like dreamed about doing but was like that's his biggest fear but like it was like he really wanted to overcome his biggest fear and I remember like I I, a friend of ours was teaching a class and I was like "Uh, okay this is perfect timing but I asked him beforehand I was like do you want this because if you do I'm happy to get this for you and I will totally support you but I need to know that like I'm not forcing you to do this and he was like no I'll do it but I mean, it, there was a roller coaster of emotions over the over the <laughs> six weeks. There was like, yeah, I'm so sorry, but I don't think I can do this. I'm like, that's okay. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. And then it was just like, but then he was like, I love this. This is so great. And then he was like, I, I, I can't. And then like the week of the um before the the big show, yeah, you know, of his first time doing it. I, he was so, um, you know, so nervous and um, and and just going back and forth of like, I just don't know if I can do it. And I was like, listen, this is what you're about to do is ninety percent of people's biggest fear. Yeah, 
this is huge. This is a big, big deal. And it is okay to have all of these feelings. And the one thing that separates the people that do get on stage and the people that don't, frankly, is just fucking insanity. I think we're all a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So so if you don't want to do it, that's okay. But I really think that once you do, you're going to be so happy that you did. And and he did it and it was a great job and he was so happy that he did, but he's yeah. still trying to figure out if it's something he wants to do again or not, which is totally acceptable and normal. Yes. Yeah. And that, I mean, the, the, the hard part about performing, like some people just don't have the gene yeah. that like makes them afraid of being on stage, which I think that like, probably sociopath but like right the ref for the rest of us it is time after time after time of being nervous every time like I've been doing stand-up comedy for 15 years and it is I still get nervous I mean there's a I it's it's to like to a lesser degree there's never like a question of like am I gonna get on stage but like I did a show last night I haven't been doing tons of shows lately and that like old like butterflies like oh my god what if I completely fail up there Although now yeah. I know it's like now I have I've failed enough that like that you're not going to die. I'm not going to die and yeah. I always tell myself like no matter what in an hour this is going to be over. Mm-hmm. And it, no matter what and it's not going you know it may not go well they may not like me but it's be fine. In an hour I'll be home. It'll be great. And sometimes it goes amazing and it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. And it's that's the best the... high so yeah. Yeah, I but mean I it's get people I get not it. wanting to do. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so here, number 27 is contact lenses. Say, eyes are not meant to be touched. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't, I think, I mean, I don't have the, I obviously now wear reading glasses, but I've never had to wear contact lenses. I think I would be fine doing it. I don't really have like the icky, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not grossed out by much stuff. I think I would have problem with it. Yeah. Like I have to wear reading glasses now, but if I ever had to wear like actual contacts, like, I, I, I think it would bother me all day long knowing yeah. that they're in there. But Here's what I, I always find weird. You know when sometimes people will be like, oh my God, I've lost my contact in my eye somewhere. I'm like, what the fuck? You've that, lost it in your eye? That's what freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So a lot of these are like food related. So I'm going to kind of just like skip past some of these. Like but one of them, this was a durian fruit. Um fine whatever yeah that they're pretty seems- stinky pretty my stinky. sister was real into like her raw foodism and stuff and she would always have like the weirdest like she would like just crack open a coconut meat <laughs> <laughs> and then came home with this giant durian and then like took a like axe to it I'm like, right, this is all very normal <laughs> I was just uh, like on some like our neighborhood Facebook page or something. Somebody was like, oh, my God, did you know that like X, I don't know the, the place, this place you can they they will like give you an opened coconut for four dollars. And I was like, and then what? <laughs> and then what am I supposed to do with that? You drink, the water, you drink the water and then you scoop the meat out. I don't want that. I've had a couple coconuts in my life. I mean, I'm. No, I well, I don't like coconut, so that's the problem. <laughs> There's oh, okay. a problem with all of this. I don't like coconut, but yeah, I don't, I don't want, I don't want a whole coconut. Um, okay, so this one you and I have both definitely done, but it's number twenty five is tattoos. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I regret all of mine. Do you? Yeah. If I were given the choice 
to like if a fairy godmother came down and said, I will um, just poof, all your tattoos are gone, I would do it. Really? I would. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Would you ever go through like tattoo removal? No, because they yeah. always look um, – I don't want to go through – like I don't want to pay all that money and and sometimes tattoo removal doesn't look – it look ends up looking worse at the end yeah. of it. So no, I won't do that. But I'm just saying if it was just like quick, like a snap of a finger and they're all gone <laughs> and it costs me no money, I would do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. you also – your tattoos are more visible than mine. Mine are like – I have very – I have, like, the most, like, hidden tattoos. Like, people would not know that I have tattoos. They're on my back. Like, I do want to get a more visible one, but now now I – like, then I worry, right? I worry that I'm going to not yeah. like them. I mean, I did <laughs> – I enjoyed getting them. It wasn't painful to me. I actually kind yeah. of liked the pain. Um, but it's like I found it a pleasurable experience getting them done, and I like them, but I would – I think I'd rather – not have it. You'd rather have just like a clean slate body? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I'd probably fuck it up with more tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> Would you just, just like say. different tattoos or do you just don't want any tattoos? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I think like – I don't like the one on my back. It's like a fleur-de-lis. I mean it was special when I got it, but it was like – um, I forget that it's there. And then when I see yeah. pictures of it on my back, I'm like, ugh, like I don't like it. And uh-huh. then um, and then the one on my uh, on the inside of my arm, I get a lot of compliments on it. I love that one on your inside of your arm. But I also get like I remember Dan Weeks thought it was a giant birthmark. And I was like, what? It's like green and blue, and like you thought this was a birthmark? Like he's like from a distance, that's what I thought that it was. And I was like, oh God, like do other people think I just have this <laughs> no. like huge deformity <laughs> on my arm? So I don't know. I guess I'm a little self-conscious about it. But you know, you live and you learn. And I chose yeah. to get it, and that's my cross to bear. <laughs> I mean, well, at least you don't have a big old dragon on your back. So yeah, <laughs> that's my cross to bear. <laughs> I forgot you do, but people don't see it. Yeah. People don't see it. I think it's funny. I think it's like, I think it's hilarious. I mean, I probably feel differently if it was somewhere that was visible uh-huh. on a daily basis, yeah. but I just think it's funny that at one time I was like a 19 year old who was like, I need a fucking dragon. Cause I'm so badass. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know, I have no connection with dragons, but that was what I was like. I need this on my back. I don't need this to be on my yet, body. I have forever. a dragon tattoo somehow. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> we both do. Yep. We're yep. Uh, <laughs> bonded we're forever. Um, okay. Number 24 oh. is karaoke. Not enough alcohol in the world is what this person says. They say, whatever. To be I clear, I have karaoke. nothing against karaoke. I just know full well I would suck at it. Which is, I find that to be so sad. If you're good at karaoke, get out of there. Get out of there. You don't belong in this room. No. If you're good at karaoke, you belong on a real stage. (laughs) Karaoke (laughs) is for the people that cannot sing. And let us have that. Okay. Let us have it. Let us have our like, and let's all have fun with it. Like, don't, don't take it too seriously. Yeah. And we've talked about it many times. So we had the best time doing um, karaoke at like a karaoke room. Yes. For oh your God, divorce so party. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. We'll have to go do that again. It's it was a blast. Um, okay. Another food, a couple more food ones. Um, number 21 is a Ouija board. Oh, God. 
We don't have, have done a Ouija board before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Same. Multiple times when I was a kid and freaky shit happened. I'm really actually Dustin just asked me if I would do Ouija board with him, and I was. Like, <laughs> Because David is a hard no. His husband is yeah. a hard no. And they have it. He doesn't even like that it's in their house. But um, I had commented, um, I was like, oh, you have a Ouija board. And he's like, let's do it. Let's do it together. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'm like terrified of it. Yeah. But I still might. I don't know. We'll maybe see. next October or maybe, maybe. for horror, horror giving. Horror. Yeah. Number 20. And this is like, for me, tattoos, I wish I had never done it. And it is Instagram <laughs> or all social yeah. media. I wish yeah. I was like my husband. He checks social media sometimes, but it's like only for what I post, <laughs> which yeah. I think is very funny. But he yeah, is, he's like, does very not. supportive on social yep. media. And that's like Jim doesn't do ever. My ex-husband didn't have – he has like yeah. a name – and it's blank, uh-huh. not even like a picture. Yeah, and, but too. he just goes to like things and and Jim. Yeah, it's like I I stopped tagging him and stuff because what's what's the point? Right. <laughs> so, but he'll like. He'll he's like, not a good follow. Yeah. I'll tell you that. No, <laughs> like I mean, he's not. Yeah, it's like uh, he gives you yes, nothing. Gives me yeah. nothing. When I want to see pictures, yeah. come on, Jim, post something, post a selfie or two. <laughs> um, okay, the next one is weed. Says my roommate are major potheads and are always trying to get me to smoke with them, but I'm just not interested. That's some of the grossest shit I've ever spelled in my life. To each their own. It's just not for me. Good. Which, Good for you. Good for you. I agree. Good for yeah. you. But like, you know, as long as we're not moralizing what other people are doing, right? Then I don't give a shit if you don't want to try it. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of things I have not tried that I'm sure other people are like, what? You've never done heroin. Cocaine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. All the things. <laughs> yep. That too. <laughs> um, okay. Number 18 is that stupid amusement park ride where you look like you're bungee jumping to your death. No, thank you. And oh, I 1000% no, no, no. agree with that. I won't do that. <laughs> I'm not doing anything at an ami- like, especially not like a fair kind of, you know, one that's like on a boardwalk. Where, yeah. Like it's just been somebody came on the back of a truck and somebody set it up. No, thank you. Yeah. Number 17 is deep sea diving. How do you feel about that one? That would freak me out. Yeah. I love that. I love water. I love the ocean, but like um, knowing I was super, I th- yeah, I would, I would, I think I would have a panic attack. I think so too. I, yeah. I just, one, I mean, uh, you know, you look like now that Max is, he's really into like, you know, every animal, all the deep sea things. And like when you see the pictures of some of these things, it is crazy. It's crazy what's down. I don't think people are yeah. not meant to be in the deep ocean. <laughs> no. I just think of like compression. Yes. I'm and like, I don't want to get the ox- bends. Compressing <laughs> oxygen. And it yeah. just feels like I can't even like sit here and think about it without one like feeling like I can't breathe. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. It's not meant for us. Mm-mm. It's not meant for us. <laughs> um, and then somebody else said skydiving. And I I agree with that too. I mean, okay. I know you didn't get the sh- the chance. <laughs> no, but you know what's so funny is just um, this past Saturday, I was at my parents' house and we were all just like sitting around telling stories. My uncle Kevin and Mary were in town, and that story got brought up about how my whole family went skydiving without me. Uh-huh. And then um, and on your twenty first birthday, Kevin, yeah, my uncle Kevin and my aunt Mary they went skydiving like in 
you know, when they were older. And yeah. so um, they were like, do it. Like, let's, let's all do it. And my mom was like, Jenny, if we plant a skydiving trip, would that make you happy? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I like to complain that you guys didn't take me skydiving, but I don't think I actually want to do – like, let me have that. Let me have that story without actually skydiving. My mom was like, because we'll do it. We'll do it if that's what – if that would make it happen. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, if we took you skydiving, would you shut up about this? <laughs> would you Jenny, stop telling Jennifer. your friends that we're all terrible? Uh, and I, I can't – I just like, no, I started to panic when – it was presented to me and everyone at the table was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's all do it. Let's go skydiving as a family. Let's all do it. And I was like, oh, I don't really mean it. No. I just want to be mad at you about it. Right. I, that's my present. That's my 21st birthday present is I have a thing I get to be mad at you guys about for the rest for of forever. my life. Okay. <laughs> you can't, I can't offer it now. Please don't make me jump out of a plane. Actually. Like I, I'm yeah. too old and like, like cautious no. now like no way I'm that's a 21 year old thing mortality yeah i can't i've passed that threshold of like <laughs> thinking i'm invincible i know i know i'm invincible is that the antithesis to invincible okay number 15 is energy drinks which yeah okay yeah yeah mm, and then like 14 them. is drinking alcohol which again i feel like that's like the weed thing like you know yeah great um 13 is bungee jumping, which seems I, – I also don't want to bungee jump. No. I mean, I don't want anything to do with heights, so I – you know. But again, if you want to – if you have bungee jumped and you want to, but it is definitely on my anti-bucket list. Like, it, you will never find me bungee jumping. Never. Yeah. No, me neither. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, okay. Some more food. Da, 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 da. Okay. This one – we both have done, but I think we w- might agree that it should be on an anti-bucket list and it is going on a cruise. <laughs> yeah. That's on my anti-bucket list now. Like, yeah, I yeah. do I've, it again. I've now put it on. Like, no, yeah. thank you. <laughs> no, never again. <laughs> never again. Okay. I say that, but if somebody offered me a free one, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. If somebody offered I'll me a free one, more one try. if someone's going to pay me a lot of money to do comedy on one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but I don't, it's not on, I'm not paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying for it. Okay. So this one, I'm, I'm curious. Number six is an open relationship. Um, hmm. You know, I would like to think that I wouldn't like that, but I never say never. I guess I, I, I just have a real hard time with, um, I, I don't ever want someone to feel like they are stuck with me like I'm someone's ball and chain or like I'm holding them back or dry so it's like have you heard the like I think it's Mel Robbins said like she has this phrase it's like let them you know it's like if someone wants if your friends all want to go out and not invite you like rather than get upset about it let them and now you know about that and it's like if a guy cheats on you or whatever and it's like fine let them and then just it, it, don't fight them. Don't try to get them back. Don't whatever. It's like if, if somebody doesn't want to be with you or is pulling away from you or and that's freaking you out or whatever, it's like let them and then just see how it plays out because yeah. then you know if you want to be with that person or right, not. Right. Then you, you can make I mean? your choices. Yeah. Right. And so 
I guess like a part of me wants to be like, I don't, if it was, if someone, if someone wanted to be in an open relationship with me, I guess I would just be like, go for it. Like you go for it. And I'm going to go mm. do my thing then. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, then we stop dating. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think I would ever consciously be like, I love you and I want to be with you, but I also want to be with other people. Like yeah. that doesn't work for me, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it obviously it works for lots of people. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I can't imagine it in my my life as in my relationship as is. Like that's right. not going to be, that's never going to happen for Ben and I. Uh, but I, you know, I'm with you. Like I, I would never say never because like I can see in a different life with a different person. Like maybe that would be, maybe, maybe. Yeah. If it was something that made us both happy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I, that's like my, that is one of the things that I, I worry about. I don't worry about it in my current relationship, but I just think like, I don't ever want to be somebody that somebody is just like being without of like, like is tired of or is out of pity or yeah. whatever. Like, like, I don't, I have no time for that. I have no need for that. Like I am fine on my own. I would rather <laughs> be yeah. alone than be with somebody who doesn't love me. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So the next person says spelunking. I'm so claustrophobic that even thinking about being in a tight cave gives me the chills. Oh yeah. No, I couldn't, I could not do that. I like, have- I have cave problems. <laughs> <laughs> like I am too scared to go to Ruby Falls and um we went to um this place in the caverns in um Tennessee it's like this really cool music venue inside hmm. a cave and I was really worried about it I was like I think I can do it like but yeah. I went and it was cool like the whole backside was open so I didn't feel claustrophobic it was right. it was really cool so I recommend it if you're ever in Tennessee and want to go see some cool shows but um but it was something I, I had to like work myself up to like I like <laughs> think I can <laughs> caves freak me out no yeah mm-hmm. have I told you the story about when I went caving no so when I was maybe like 14 or 15, I went on this like adventure camp kind of thing. It was like, and so we went to Kentucky to, um, there's like a big system of caves in Kentucky. And we went into this cave with a guide. You had to crawl on your hands and knees through 200 yards to get into like, then it like opened in. It was like lots of water. It was very cold. It was very cool inside, but you know, a cave cave, like you like we had like, you know, the headlamps and everything. It was completely dark. Oh and we're walking through these caves um, and we're with a guide. And then all of a sudden we're in there for like maybe a couple hours. We're like exploring these caves. And then we hear people come in and they're like yelling and screaming for us. And they're like, you have to, everybody has to get <gasps> out now. You have to get out now. Oh my God. There was like a flash flood. And it was because the entrance you had to crawl to get under, it was filling up with water. And so it was getting so high that if we didn't get out right then, we were going to be trapped in the cave. Oh my God, that's why you shouldn't do caves. Yeah. So we had to like crawl on our hands and knees and put our heads up to the side. Oh my God. So that we could breathe because there was only like this much air, like space left to get out i mean i can't even imagine and we got obviously Are everybody got out safely for life from yes, that yes i'm completely claustrophobic now like it really that's yes. like horrific it was horrifying. horrifying. i can't believe thinking, you did that well one 
as a parent, can you imagine hearing? I don't even <sighs> know if they told our parents. <laughs> that oh happened. my god! Because we were, I mean, no. we were out with like a, it was like a summer camp, like a week long camp. Like there were, it was we were just with like twenty one year olds. <laughs> I can't imagine oh being my that god. counselor, being the people who were like you know responsible for us, being our parents. Whew. Oh yeah. my god, that's um shocking. Yeah. I'm glad you survived. And Me please too. don't ever do that again. I have no plans to. Good. <laughs> no plans to. <laughs> okay. Um, number four is cigarettes. Great. Don't do it. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Um, I feel number- like I, I want my kids to know that like, I like, you know, that cool mom speech where it's like, I get it. You're going <laughs> to drink you're gonna smoke a doobie with your friends that's cool whatever but please don't ever fucking start smoking cigarettes like that's my number because i did so young i was 14 when i started smoking and it was like a terrible disgusting habit and it took me a long time to kick it and um i just i like beg of my children like just please don't ever do that yeah that's the worst Habit and the most addictive habit. Crack, go for it. (laughs) Try everything. Why not? Just not cigarettes. No, No, agreed. And I don't think, I mean, it doesn't seem like smoking is as, you know, it's definitely not like when we were growing up where like everybody did and everybody tried it. Like it just, I don't think it's as much. I do worry about like vaping and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't want them to do that either. No vaping with cigarettes. It seems Mm -hmm. silly. Yeah. Um, okay. Number two is climbing Mount Everest, which, you know what? I agree. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> not that I don't, I mean, good for some people, yeah. but like this person says too cold, not enough oxygen, too many dead bodies. I don't get why people feel the need to do it. Try it. I sure don't, especially after watching Everest. Nope. Oh yeah. I watched that documentary. Yeah. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Agreed. I don't think it was ever going to be like a it's it's just that would never be a thing I would seek out. Like obviously I love the outdoors, I love hiking, I like yeah. you know all the things, but I'm just not like I'm not into um that kind of adventure. <laughs> like I don't yeah. need to I don't need like to like free test solo. my life. No, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't need to do that kind of thing. I, I've, I've watched free solo multiple times because yeah. I, I just find it so fascinating. But the one person in that movie that or the documentary that sticks out to me the most is his mother and mm. like if uh, could uh, to be the mother of a son who is constantly doing this thing like climbing up the side of these crazy mountains with no gear and no harness and no um ropes and, and for it's what? just for, for what? what? <laughs> I, like I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. But she was so um, like, listen, he just he has this thing. He has to do it. Yeah. And I just have to be okay with it. And I'm just like, wow, you are a strong person. I would mm-hmm. be at the bottom of every mountain crying, like, please <laughs> come down, <laughs> Sully, come down. No, it wouldn't be Sully. It would be Louise. Mother, I know. <laughs> it's gonna be Louise. I know. I know. God. <laughs> Um, uh, but God yeah. bless her, seriously. And he's still alive, but uh, most of the people, like that documentary goes over just mm. like person after person after person that died from doing it. It's so yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Check out um, the Check out documentary. the <laughs> doc. Um, okay. And then number one is having children. To that, I say 
great. <laughs> Good. I under yeah. I 100% understand that. I'm not somebody who thinks everybody should have children. In fact, I think most people should not have children. Uh, yeah, not most I agree. people, but like I think that, that well, I mean, it's yeah, not for everybody. It really is. It is life changing and not always in amazing ways. Like in in a, in amazing ways, I would never. Like it is the number one, you know, most rewarding thing I've done, but also the hardest thing I've done. And I 100% could have, you know, I I can understand when people choose not to have kids. I was very much on the fence. And I think I could have had a very happy life either way. So, uh, well, you're a wonderful mom, and Max is a wonderful child. And it was meant to be. It was meant to be. I always knew that I was going to be a mom. Like mm-hmm. even when I was little, my friends would call me Jen mom because I was like, so <laughs> such a mom to everybody. Yeah. And so like, can I cut your meat for you? Like, <laughs> and uh, so I um, was, uh, so I always knew for me, yeah. but I, I totally like my friends that are like my friend, Anna, badass mm-hmm. bitch we were talking about her recently mm-hmm. she just always knew that she didn't want to have kids and people yeah. would always try to tell her like you'll change your mind you'll change your mind you're mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. and she's like no i just don't and and like yeah. and she's the best aunt in the whole wide world but she mm-hmm. still she lives a wonderful full fun yes. <laughs> stress, you know life and she's the master of her own destiny you know what I mean and I think that's yeah. cool as shit and I've always yeah. really respected that about her that she was like no I just don't want kids so yeah, um, yeah. so yeah good for the I people agree. that don't uh, good for the people that don't and good for the people that like know they don't and don't give into that pressure and that's you know yeah I think that is that is hard <laughs> sometimes yeah. um, awesome. all right well that's my list I love it. That was a great list. All the things we're not going to do or maybe do. <laughs> well, now that we've got to the Thanksgiving portion of the Thanksgiving <laughs> episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you didn't tell me. <laughs> I, I really didn't. I just knew in my head that we were, it was going to be Thanksgiving. I made the the top five is going to be Thanksgiving related. Yes. But, and then I just decided the whole show would be without telling you. Um, but this um, – <laughs> My uh, list this week comes from an article for um, a listicle, I would say, uh, by Ross Yonder for BuzzFeed. And it's people are sharing stories about when their family Thanksgiving went completely off the rails. And I'm speechless (laughs) at some of these. That's the title. Um, I love it. Okay. Yeah. So I can't read them all. But um, some of these are really crazy. Okay. Yeah. Number one. uh, One glorious Thanksgiving, my mom and aunt decided to try edibles. (laughs) naturally yeah this is awesome already naturally they made the rookie mistake of eating another after only 15 minutes because they're not doing anything for two hours and mom is in full panic mode about whether or not local ducks she feeds daily will starve overnight because there's no way she's in any fit state to go out and feed them and my aunt is waking my uncle up every half hour and asking him to tell her whether or not she's still breathing That is so funny. I love that. That's Um, amazing. This person said, um, my dad bought a Ron Papaya. Oh, my God. I know what these are. Um, A Ron Papaya set it and forget it rotisserie oven one year so that he could make our Thanksgiving turkey that way. He got so excited in the whole family. 
and invited the whole family over, of course. But in his excitement, he forgot the weight limit of what can be cooked in one of those things, and he set the entire bird on fire. To make oh. things worse, the only restaurant in town that wasn't closed was a 7-Eleven. That was the year my extended family had lukewarm hot dogs and microwave burritos for Thanksgiving. That's uh, so funny. The set it and forget it. Set I, it and forget it. Just set it and forget <laughs> it. I say that all the time because my Uncle Bobby, a screen out, um, I don't think that he listens to this podcast, but he's <laughs> the best. Uh, my uh, uncle in New York, he, um, I remember when he got that rotisserie, bought it. He saw the infomercial and bought it, and he was so proud of this thing. And like yeah. his wife, Vicky, uh, my Aunt Vicky, she does all the cook. She's an amazing Italian cook, and she yeah. typically does all the cooking, and she's incredible. But he just decided like this was his baby, this thing. But he would always right. like, Jennifer, come here. Come here, look at it. You said it and you forget it. <laughs> you see, do you see this? You said it and then you forget it. And he would tell me over and over and over. Every time I went over there, he's like, come here, come in here. Come in here for a second. Look at this thing. <laughs> what do you want? You want a chicken? You want a turkey? What do you want? <laughs> it's like, it was so funny. That thing makes me laugh to this day. I'll never, like, I always think of my Uncle Bobby and Jennifer, come here. You said it and forget it. Can you believe it? <laughs> Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh um, man, see, this is what kids these days are missing. Is I that know. they have like endless endless entertainment, endless content. They can look on TikTok, they can look on the internet, they can do whatever. But we only have five channels. And so when an infomercial was on, everybody watched it. Yeah. Oh, my God. My mom was the biggest infomercial. We had the Tony Little tapes. We had the Tony Little cross-country theme. Uh, we yeah. had the, the thing that you're going this. Yeah. Did you, you have the Suzanne it's Summers, like, like, like the thigh it? master? Yeah, we had, well, I'm pretty sure we had that. We had the, the Richard um, Simmons tapes. Yeah. We had the Richard Simmons um, uh, deal meal. Uh -huh. Or was that Suzanne Powder? We had Suzanne oh. Powder too. Yeah, the, the lady that was meal. like, you could eat 32 baked potatoes or one slice of cheese. And I'm like, oh my God, I want the one slice of cheese. <laughs> Who wants to eat 32 baked potatoes? That's too many baked potatoes. And there was a whole concept that was set on fat, like grams of fat. Yeah, Do you yeah, remember yeah. that? Yeah, yes. that lady was nuts. Yeah. Anyway, we had it all. <laughs> Do you have a George Foreman so that you can make your – you're like um, lean chicken. I don't know that we had a George <laughs> Foreman, but we had those. Do you remember those like pickles buses that were full of like educational cards? No. It was, like, it was like a pickle bus. I don't know. We had that. <laughs> we had my that. my roommate, like after college, my friend Bethany and I, when we lived together, I was just telling Ben this the other night. I'm like every night we would do George Foreman chicken <laughs> and rice. Every night, that's what we ate. Like, and, and it was funny because I'm like, I don't think we made it together, but we uh -huh. each made our own chicken and rice. <laughs> hey, you were healthy. That's a that's a solid meal. I mean, no vegetables. Good for you. <laughs> no vegetables. Listen, you could have three tons of broccoli, or you could have one <laughs> bite of chicken. 
I'll take the chicken. You decide. (laughs) (laughs) This one says, during a childhood Thanksgiving, my mom's candles caught the kitchen curtains and some decorative greenery on fire. My sisters, my cousins, and I were at the kids' table in the kitchen while the adults were in the dining room. So no one of significance noticed except me. Before we started eating, my mom threatened us with pain of death if we annoyed the adults during dinner. So when the fire got out of hand, I quietly walked into the dining room and stood silent for a minute or two until someone noticed. Only then did I politely say, sorry, but the kitchen's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) My mom still gives me grief about my prioritizing politeness over sense. Hey, that's on the parents. That's on if the parents. You told them right? don't bother us no matter what. Yeah. She was just being a sweet kid. That's, <laughs> That's funny. why you don't tell your kids don't speak yeah. without being spoken to because you want them to speak up in those instances. <laughs> <laughs> this one says, um, my grandpa and grandma got divorced and grandpa eventually remarried. One Thanksgiving during the what you are most thankful for portion of dinner, my not-so-well grandpa stood up and declared that he regretted letting my grandma divorce him, and that was the biggest mistake mistake of his life right in front of his new wife. What happened next? What did this outburst of drama culminate with? Nothing. He sat back down. His old wife chuckled nervously, and we continued with speeches. Basically, we all tried to act like it didn't happen. (laughs) Oh, my God. This reminds me of, oh, my God, one of the most awkward um, dinners ever. It was a Thanksgiving dinner, and I remember because my sister had just run the half marathon, the Thanksgiving half marathon. Mm Mm-hmm. And also just graduated from law school. And my dad had a few. And my dad, like, at the head of the table, just, like, stands up and decides to, like, make a Thanksgiving toast. And yeah. he says, and I just want to uh, congratulate my son, Tommy. Uh, your wife is so beautiful. Uh, Kimberly, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Uh, Tommy, congratulations on your beautiful wife. Cheers. And we were all like, what? And so, like... <laughs> And so my mom tried to like save it by being like, and to also congratulations to Eileen, your daughter who just graduated law school and and ran a half marathon today. And uh, uh, Robbie, look at him, he's so handsome. And uh, and and Jen, she has a jab. And like every and like she, my mom's trying to like cover and like name all these things about all the rest of the kids and what we should be grateful for but really we were all like what the fuck (laughs) you just think tommy's wife's hot yeah and congrats to tommy on that but this is a man that like never complimented us our whole lives like yeah never and it's like and then like we watched him make a speech and compliment like my brother's wife and like congratulations that your wife is so beautiful oh. and she is but it's just like it was so funny and just like my mom trying to like save it yeah, was yeah, the yeah. funniest part it's like oh it's just making it worse mom <laughs> the funniest thing too i just and remember jen she's here yeah what a good kid and uh <laughs> And then I remember like going into a kitchen with my sister and we were like looking at each other like, oh my God. And then Kimberly walks in, my brother's beautiful wife walks in and she was like, I'm so sorry. 
Like, hey, it's not your fault. You're so hot. <laughs> it was so funny. So that's my Thanksgiving story. Oh, oh, oh that's this- amazing. God. Uh, this one says, a family friend who happened to be lesbian thought it would be a good idea to carry at least 20 plates across the living room before Thanksgiving dinner. In a shocking surprise to absolutely no one, she dropped all of the plates onto the floor. Then my grandfather, who barely knows this friend, says the most infamous words in our family's history. You know those lesbians? Slippery fingers. <laughs> oh my God. Grandpa. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I know. Oh, <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Uh, a few years ago, my brother and I were tasked with making the centerpieces for the Thanksgiving table. Honestly, we th- we made really beautiful pieces, primarily featuring faux leaves. Well, during dinner, real candles were used in the center of them, resulting in mini fires along all of the tables halfway <laughs> through dinner. Nothing like a bunch of incinerated fake leaves that make you realize you fucked up big time. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, this says, uh, we refer to this as the Thanksgiving from hell. I was sleeping on the floor, house full of relatives, you know, and I woke up to my aunt screaming bloody murder from the bathroom. She was taking a shower and the plumbing backed up through the tub. It was quite literally (gasps) shitty water. We had to shut the water off and finish the cooking at several different neighbors' houses. To make matters worse, we couldn't reach a plumber until the following Monday. No. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gross. My uncle was staying at a hotel and wouldn't let a single one of us use his room to use the bathroom or to shower. We had to take carloads of family members to the literal gas station to use the bathroom. So I went back to college all gross from days of no showering. Turns out the plumbing issue was a citywide problem and they had to um, excavate the entire street in front of our house. So the ordeal was expensive, messy, and left such a scar on my family that none of my relatives have been back since. (laughs) (laughs) We have small, immediate, family-only Thanksgivings now, and they're so much better. Mm, That's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, this one says, back when I was a kid, I thought it would be a funny prank to put a rubber chicken in the oven on Thanksgiving. My mom would laugh and laugh. Ho, 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 there's a rubber chicken in the oven. What a gag. 13-year-old me didn't realize that normal adults usually preheat the oven before putting the turkey in. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, this one's not good. This one says, my husband was an only child of divorced parents. His father loved me, but his mother couldn't stand me. To be clear, the woman couldn't stand anyone. She was a horrible person. On this particular Thanksgiving, we'd been married about six years. My mother-in-law cooked a nice turkey dinner and we sat down to eat. We filled our plates and I had one fork full of food in my mouth when my husband asked my mother-in-law what she would like for Christmas. My mother-in-law looked directly at me, pointed her fork at my face and said, well, I don't know why you bother asking me, but since you married her, you never buy me what I want anyway. My husband put his fork down on his plate very carefully, stood up and said, fine, then you don't need her sitting at your dining room table. We're leaving. And we got up and left for Thanksgiving dinner. It took two entire days to call and apologize. That's awful. That's awful. Uh, well, good for the husband yeah. for, you know, sticking up for his yes. wife. That's absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Oof. Okay. Um, 
Being the gay Martha Stewart wannabe that I am, I hosted Thanksgiving for years, dutifully preparing everything from scratch. It was stressful. So one year I told my older sister that it was her turn to do it for once. She glibly mentioned how easy it was and gave me a passing glance that I took to be a dig. Next thing you know, her husband is carving the cooked turkey and he is feeling something strange. Lo and behold, he reaches into the neck cavity and pulls out the bag containing the neck, liver, and giblets that she was clearly that she clearly never removed. My sister looked at me and asked, "What's that? How am I supposed to know that was in there?" And we all laughed hysterically, and I gave her a very satisfied grin, and I will never let her live that down. You know, I don't think I would know that. I was just talking about this the other day. Like I cook a lot, and I yeah. love cooking. And I'll, I can do sides all day. And my family usually does Italian food on Thanksgiving. I mm-hmm. have never made a turkey in my life. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, a couple times. Like we, it's very rare that we host Thanksgiving just because our family mm-hmm. is all over. So we generally travel for Thanksgiving. So we actually are hosting this year. And Ben and I, I mean, Ben and I both really like cooking and we like cooking holiday stuff. So we're excited. But yeah, I mean, very rarely. And mostly it's been cooking the turkey because I, f- I find it kind of creepy, but um, yeah. Yeah. I don't I, know that yeah. I would. I don't think I would know to like, that you have to take stuff out of the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll I read, be reaching in there. I'll read just a couple more. Um, this one says, um, my grandmother ran over herself with an SUV. It happened on my way to Thanksgiving festivities when it happened. So I don't know the exact details, but I do know that she was getting food out from the back of the car, put it in neutral instead of park, and it slowly ran her over. The craziest part is that my family all inside didn't notice until they heard a bump against the house. The SUV made three loops before hitting the house. She ended up being totally fine, but she's obviously not allowed to go outside alone during the holidays anymore. (laughs) Oh my God. God. I know. Oh. Oh God. Okay. I have that. I like on my album, I have a joke, but it's a true story that I was like, had uh like was on my way to some shows and I parked my car um and it was a stick shift and I was going into a CVS and I walk into the CVS and then as I'm walking in a lady is like oh my god watch out and I turn around and my car I had like not put it the parking brake on and it had just rolled across the parking it was like just about to hit me oh and my god I like just in time because it was going so slow and because it wasn't in park I actually was able to like push it back across the parking lot wow and like then get in and like turn like park it but it was i mean i really was like so close to being run over by my own fucking car oh my god like if that lady hadn't said anything and i was like on the phone and so i kind of was like what what are you like what are you yelling at me for yeah i'm on the phone (laughs) i'm on the fucking phone God, that's scary. God, you've almost died many times. Please be careful out there. Okay, I'll be careful. (laughs) Oh, this one's crazy. This one says, um, one year my sister hosted Thanksgiving for our entire extended family. She set up the buffet on her glass top breakfast table because it was round and easy for people to walk around while they made their plates. Unfortunately, she forgot that heat plus glass equals (gasps) disaster. Halfway through the meal, there was a huge boom. The glass table had cracked all the way in half, and all of the hot dishes hit um, on it hit the ground. Luckily, everyone had made their plates, but my sister obviously had to get a new table, and 
Um, it was the only leftover list Thanksgiving we'd ever have. That's the worst part. <laughs> right? No like you made all that food. and I then... know. <laughs> I mean, again, that's another thing that I just wouldn't think about. <laughs> like, I think like, ah, oh, a table is meant to hold hot things. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'll say this last one. And then we are, and then we'll move on. Okay. We're celebrating Thanksgiving years ago. And my cousins and I were upstairs watching TV while the adults were downstairs cooking. My cousin, who we'll call Max, Max, um, was notorious for stripping down to only his undies at any possible opportunity. That's fitting. Yeah. (laughs) That Thanksgiving, Max decided to strip down to his undies and wrestle with my cousin. All of a sudden, punches were being thrown. So Max, still partially naked, runs downstairs in front of everyone in only his underwear. Genius kid, right? Anyway, he slipped and fell in the middle of the kitchen. My Uncle Jack, who was holding a hot tray of mashed potatoes, tripped on Max and spilled them all over his partially naked body. Cue my grandmother screaming, why is my naked grandson covered in mashed potatoes? And my grandfather replying, "Uh, stranger things have happened, like when we found out about Jack's half-sister. So anyway... That's how my uncle's kids found out about their half ants. Oh what? my god, <laughs> that's insane! Oh, god I bless just, all these families. Every I know. Home. Yeah, lots of crazy Thanksgivings. But one time, my mom sent my brother out, and this was, we were all adults at this time. So my mom sent my brother out to like get like milk or something on Thanksgiving night, and so my brother took her car. <laughs> And it turned out she had not renewed her her license, like her license plate for like like months. I mean, a bit a long time. She was like always just she was just very forgetful. She's just very like flighty. So my brother got pulled over, and we we're all like, "Where is oh my God. with the milk?" And he got pulled over, and they were gonna like take him to jail because they thought that he had stolen this car because <gasps> it wasn't registered, and he had like a different last name than my mom because she had her maiden name, and so like they thought they were like to take him to jail he was like mom you have to come here and tell them that this is your car and i'm your son like i didn't take this oh car my your god car. and it was and we were all like you know why did it take you so long and he's just like waiting for his one phone call oh <laughs> god that's awful i know oh, oh. God. but um, of course we all laughed about it <laughs> i don't know story. if he thought it was as funny but <laughs> You know, at least everybody has to have a good Thanksgiving story, apparently. Anything for a good story, you know? All right. Should we get to our top five? Let's do it. Okay, cool. All right. So in the spirit of this being a Thanksgiving episode that I declared, mm-hmm. um, uh, we our top five this week is going to be our top five. Five favorite Thanksgiving foods. Yes. You know, I know it Mm -hmm. might sound like there's not that many, but, you know, everybody's Thanksgiving is very different. And, like, what their favorite, you know, dishes are are very different. So Yeah. Um, I guess I'll start. Um, All right. My number five favorite Thanksgiving food is my Aunt Rosemary's sweet potato casserole. It's amazing. Um, We we have a breakdown on this. It's our only um, non- She's Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from the Irish side of our family. It's the only non-Italian dish that we usually make. And um, she's can't always. She lives in New York. She's actually moving here, but she lives in New York. And I like she's not here all the time. So she's given 
my mother her recipe. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something missing. Oh, she left something love. out. It's not, <laughs> yeah. There's something or, different about the way yeah. that she makes it than the recipe she gave us. But it's that classic, like, you know, um, the sweet potato souffle with like the crunchy brown sugar and pecans uh, on the top. And yeah. So good. Yeah. I don't like that. You I don't? I don't. Oh, I, I, don't I don't like sweet, sweet potatoes. Okay. You know, I, I like I, savory sweet potatoes. I don't like, but I, you know. I, but we, I grew up eating that too. Like where my mom, yeah. you know, we had very Southern Thanksgivings, like very, all the weird sides with like the whatever layer salads and the weird squash things and the whatever else like that was very, it's like the things we never ate the entire year. And then my mom yeah. would like bust out like 80 sides on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Right, because that was probably like her tradition, right? Yeah, so and it was like, just... and we'd be all be like, "Well, what? What is this?" And then, yeah. of course, like canned cranberry sauce—that's always a must. <laughs> um, my number five is in that vein. It is, it like, it is green bean casserole, which I know is okay. disgusting, but I love it so much. No, no, no. I actually, um, I agree with you, and that is my number four. It's green bean casserole. Mm -hmm. Do you do it just like straight up green bean casserole? We're doing cream of mushroom. We're putting the crispy things on top. We're not like making it fancy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just green beans, cream of mushroom soup, crunchy onions on top. Easy peasy. Delicious. I love it. Um, Um, Okay. So what's your four? So my number four is, I mean, it's a bit of a cheat, but it's all of the like appetizers before the meal. Okay. If it was in my, like, we don't have anything that we do consistently. We always like, that's kind of like these children. Sorry. Um, Apparently we have, they have multiplied as we've been sitting here. (laughs) Um, There is this appetizer that Ben doesn't like, most people don't like, most people love it, but Ben doesn't like, so I never make it just for us, but um, it is like a layered smoked salmon dip. Okay. That is like smoked salmon. It has chives. It has um, lemon. It has horseradish. I can't, I don't know what all the layers are, but it's the most delicious thing. And so I'm going to say that is. I could get behind that. I can get behind it. Yeah, I think you Mm -hmm. can get behind it. I'll have to mm-hmm. make it sometime. It's real. It's actually easy to make, but delicious and seems very fancy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three is also um, a pre-meal thing that my mom makes that yeah. is always out on the table, which is stuffed mushrooms. Her stuffed mushrooms are so good. Yes. Like Ooh. stuffed mushroom caps. Yeah. My number three is um, perfectly done turkey. I love a okay. nice juicy turkey. It doesn't always happen. That's my number three. And I don't eat it any other time. And I actually mostly love it because I make um, turkey noodle soup the next day and I make oh, with nice. homemade, homemade noodles. And then we have that for like all uh, – like until Christmas. I love it. I got I don't even touch the turkey. Very yeah. rarely do I even go for it because there's so much good stuff because my mom uh, – my number two, my mom always makes Italian food and my mom's lasagna. Like, <gasps> I'm just going to eat that. Oh my gosh! You, you know? have to bring me a piece. I love lasagna so much. I will. I will. Caroline, it's either like a lasagna up. or a baked CD, <laughs> but there's always plenty of meat sauce and deliciousness yeah. and all the stuff. Oh, so that's my that's two. Okay, my number two are Ben's dinner rolls. He makes the dinner rolls from the Parker House. Uh, they're like Parker House dinner rolls. They're from like whatever Auntie Fanny's, like the whatever 1900s cookbook. And they are so delicious. 
They're Yum. perfect every time. Yeah. He makes amazing awesome. dinner rolls. So yeah. he would like that. He's He can eat an entire like basket of dinner rolls as his yeah. dinner. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, my uh, number – so then my number one, my number one favorite Thanksgiving food, um, which my mom does a really good job at recreating, but that if I could go back in time, my grandmother's stuffing is just – it can never be matched. I mean, yeah. she's deceased, but it was with like, you know, the sausage, apple mm-hmm. sauce, and it was like sage. So it was like the yes. sweet, salty. Oh my God, it's just so good. And I have a recipe that I make that's um, very close. Yeah. And I like it, but um, it's not, it's never going to be quite like grandma's. Remember grandma's. I made a sage to sausage one one year and I like I think I was the only person who loved it cuz but Yeah, I feel like a lot of people I, like some people love it, but it's not the thing that people like always want. So I don't make yeah. it that often, but yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Uh my number <laughs> one is uh my mashed potatoes. I make okay. really amazing mashed potatoes. They're like an Italian-y kind of garlicky so good. A lot of like Romano and Yum. Parmesan cheese and uh, <clears throat> oregano and red potatoes with like the skin on and they're just delicious. Yum. I want to try I those. love them so much. Those sound amazing. I'll make them for you. Lots I of butter. want it. <laughs> Lots of butter. That's the secret. Um, well, you guys, we want to hear what your favorite Thanksgiving uh, dishes are and what you are having for Thanksgiving if you celebrate. Um, and I hope that you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving. We are so thankful for all of you. Jen, I'm thankful for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful, thankful for you. you. I'm yeah, thankful you for you. better be. <laughs> thankful for this podcast. Thankful, thankful for our podcast. listeners. Yes. So if you guys want to get in touch with us, please um, fo- follow us on Instagram. That's where we're we're asking all sorts of questions. We're doing lots of polls. We're having fun over there. Um, we are at uh, The Ridiculous Pod. You can find us on TikTok at The Ridiculous Podcast. Um, you can rate and review. You can tell a friend. We would love that. We would. We would love all those things. Uh, thank you guys so much for everything. Thank you for listening and sharing and everything. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, And we'll see you next week on The Ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous.